0: I'm not feeling too well. Um, I was uh, I was wondering if uh (laughs) if I I could uh I could borrow some money. I just need money. Yeah, just twenty bucks. Um, I'm out of insulin, but I don't have any money. so, so
1: you you say you need twenty bucks to get some insulin? Yeah, just twenty bucks for is some it, insulin. Is it is the insulin important?
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's
1: really starting to hurt. Uh, a little faint. What would happen if you didn't get the insulin? Uh, I'd die, I think. But twenty dollars. I think that's how diabetes was. <laughs> hmm. Now, you knew about this insulin, right? You knew about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You knew you, you know you have diabetes. Yeah. And but, that's my fault? <laughs> well, see, somebody came in off the street. They busted my window down and jumped through my window and stole all my insulin. And uh, they also stole all my life savings that I hid in the secret safe under my floorboards. So I don't mm-hmm. have any money left to get any insulin. <laughs>
1: you know, okay, Trenton. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do. Let me let me get my wallet out.
0: Hey, I appreciate you. Um, man. Like I will pay you back as you soon know, as I, as soon as I can.
1: Before I do. Yeah. Uh there's just one thing I have to say to you. Yeah, what's that?
0: No chance in hell.
1: <laughs> because I don't got time to give you money for your insolent idiot. Because <laughs> I'm talking about Vince McMahon
0: today on the podcast. Woo! You, you threw your wallet over here. I can just take the money. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. No it's my money. <laughs> no. You should die. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I'm playing Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is my other kid. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, okay. Wow. But this time. It's I'm amazing look- how gross it is. <laughs> Not the fact that you said other kid. The fact that Vince McMahon is <laughs> He's here. a slimy little guy. He
1: doesn't need any oil to become a little lavender. Out really. of all the
0: people you chose, Vince McMahon is your wrestle sona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For this podcast only. Um, I'll, I'll start paying some women off and leave my company by force. Uh,
0: what is it? You're freaking <laughs> My My fly? zipper keeps falling down. Okay, my zipper's up now. Dude, also, how far up does your zipper go? Well, my
1: pants have to go up because, again, Vince McMahon's my other kin for this hour.
0: Uh, so my <laughs> pants are really yeah. up. And he pulled up his shirt, and I expected to see, like, belly button. But he pulled it up so far, I almost got the nipple, and all I saw was zipper. So my belly is here. <laughs> It's above his belly button! It's like someone's hugging it's my, like two my, my lower stomach. It's like two inches above his belly button. That's the highest zipper I've ever seen. Um
1: So, uh today on the podcast, unless you have anywhere to be, don't see why, Mr. I need insulin money. I'll give you insulin money if you if you stay for the hour, by the way.
0: Uh is living that important to you? Well, I'll stay for the hour, but I can only give you an hour because after I get that money, the insulin, the insulin store, (laughs) insulin general, uh, closes at uh, in an hour and a half. I love their flavors of insulin. Oh yeah, (laughs) kiwi, kiwi insulin. (laughs) I love it. I um, love it so much. I put it right in my veins. <laughs> right. Put it right in there. Uh,
1: I need to use my phone. Uh, so if you don't mind uh, getting your phone to do the timer, um, um, if you can reach it. By the way, in the last Mass Effect episode, I didn't even tell you the last insult. So real quick, a little callback to the last episode. Uh, two, yeah, we
0: record these on the same day.
1: <laughs> two girls, one cup is two girls, one cup is a more pleasant experience than seeing you smile. <laughs> Was the, that was the best insult. Anyway, definitely the best one you had. Has nothing to do with <laughs> this episode. Yeah, this is new episode territory. Uh, so timer starts in three, two, one. So today I'm talking about Vince McMahon, Trenton. Okay. Um, there is a guy you follow on Twitter. His name is Alan Cheapshot. Um, he he just posts wrestling content. And Alan, what he did is he made a gigantic thread. Back in 2019, and it's still updated today, um, it's a thread about the craziest Vince McMahon stories and all the different aspects of Vince McMahon, who people who do not know, was the former chairman of uh, WW World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, It used to be uh, WWF. He inherited it from his father, who was also a wrestling promoter. And he's been in this business for a very long time.
0: He has multiple
1: aspects.
0: <clears throat> is he a divinity?
1: <laughs> what do you mean aspects? Um, Vince McMahon is a, not only the chairman, he was also the creative director. Mm. He also was a performer in the company. He used to be uh, uh, a ring announcer. He, he used to be an interviewer. He's done everything in that business uh, for the public to see. Okay. Um, but Alan, Cheapshot, these are all documented and sourced materials. Um, so, so let's go through it. I think you're going to have a blast with this. Story number one. Vince hates sneezing. When, oh, okay. s- when someone sneezes, he yells at them and tells them to control themselves. <laughs> On the rare occasion, Vince sneezes. He angrily mutters to himself and loses focus for a few minutes. <laughs> According to Paul Heyman on Chris Jericho's podcast. Okay. Um, What a weird and wacky thing. (laughs) Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. This guy is bad. He's baddie. (laughs) Okay. Next one. Vince once raced former WWE writer, uh, Court Bar, they they tagged him, um, on an open highway. Vince boxed in Court so that Court was heading straight for road construction. Court had to slam on the brakes to avoid an, a- an accident, then sped off, having won the race, almost killing the guy. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? This next one's really funny. Uh, okay. Okay. Vince McMahon went bowling with an NBC executive. The guy apparently had done something to Vince that he did not like. He sneezed. <laughs> Obviously, since they were bowling, they were wearing bowling shoes. So what Vince decided to do, he sneaked off, got the guy's real shoes from behind the counter, and tossed them in the garbage and left. Okay. The guy had no idea where his shoes were and had to go home wearing the bowling shoes. Vince contacted him later and said, That's what you get, pal. The guy wrote a book and said Vince was the biggest jerk he has ever met in real life.
0: Okay, so that's what the whole <laughs> insulin bit was. Yes. Okay.
1: I was being an asshole.
0: <laughs> I see.
1: <laughs> because I am Vince's oh, other Can't, can't Wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's maybe scarier than the first option.
1: What an honor. Right. <laughs> Vince is reincarnated as me, and we're leaving at the same te- time. That's terrifying. When Vince was born, he dreamt to be me. <laughs> Because I it am. says it right there. It's the seventh one. <laughs> the sixth one or whatever one. Okay. Vince as a prank had real police <laughs> arrest Jonathan Coachman, who is uh, someone who is who's worked for WWE for years, for running a betting pool at work. Coach said when the cop car finally turned around and brought him back to WWE HQ, he openly wept in relief and rage. <laughs> Poor guy. (laughs) Have you ever cried from being angry? Yeah. It's an awful feeling. Yeah. His boss did that to him. (laughs) Yeah. That's bad, man. Wow, Vince is a (laughs) real piece of work. Absolutely. I actually read this entire list. I thought it was an act. (laughs) Uh, He's actually a douche. Yeah. yeah, Like, well, he put, like, I've watched the Vince McMahon documentary that WWE made, and they paint him as such, like, no. I'm a bad person, only on TV. I'm actually a really nice man. And then you have these stories, which are like, this guy is, like, comedically awful. It's Like a cartoon villain. Very clearly, Vince gets his ideas from real life. Yeah. Vince said something insulting to Kofi Kingston on a plane. How
0: dare. I know, Kofi.
1: Kofi Kingston's great.
0: I love Kofi.
1: Um, and Kofi Kingston didn't, I love all kinds of Kofi, ice Kofi, Kofi. You love that. <laughs> no,
0: Kofi Kingston, he's one of my favorite My guys. favorite
1: types of yeah. <laughs> so Kofi. Kofi Vin-
0: Macchiato. You know?
1: So Vince said something insulting to Kofi Kingston on a plane and Kofi Kingston didn't do anything. Because he's a
0: freaking nice guy.
1: Yeah, and also, that's his boss. Yeah. Uh, who's insane. Clearly, we already know that. Yeah. I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. As they were getting off the plane, Jericho toed, told Kofi that if he didn't confront and fight Vince immediately, then Kofi Kingston's career was essentially over in Vince's mind. This is how Vince tested his talent. So I'm your boss, right? Yeah. I go, go, Yo, Trenton, you look ugly today. Your feet smell. Frick off! <laughs> and I walk away. What do you do? Uh, okay. <laughs> you didn't fight me on it! I'm banishing you to the shadow realm! No! It's paperwork and eating garbage for you! No. Former 90210 writer Larry Mullen joined Stephanie McMahon's, Vince's daughter's, creative team. They were in a meeting with Vince McMahon. Vince was talking... Larry was nodding. Stephanie pulled Larry out of the room, and she told him, You need to stop nodding. Vince hates nodding. <laughs> she explained that if there's one thing Vince hates, is a yes-man. This is extra hilarious because everyone always says that Vince is surrounded by yes-men. Poor Larry only lasted a couple of weeks. <laughs> stop nodding.
0: I hate nodding. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. There we go. Yes. He is a literally like Slickback Dan, <laughs> you know, like with the, yeah, the blue cartoon mill. It looks like a roundabout. I'll steal it. <laughs> no one will ever know. Wasn't his name? Uh, uh, you know, I it was have Slickback. <laughs> Slickback. Slick. No what was his name? Slime, um, slimy. Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Uh, Vince invited Mark Henry to a workout session. Do you know Mark Henry?
0: Mark Henry, I've heard the name.
1: He is, he is a, he's called the World's Strongest Man because in the 90s he won the World's Strongest Man competition. Mr. Universe? He is a strong boy. Strong boy, okay. Um, he is the only man to have competed at a top level Olympic lifting in the US. Um. Really? Really?
0: Yes, so the only man in the U.S. in the
1: '90s, at least, for okay. powerlifting and strongman competitions. Crap. I was
0: like, "There's no way
1: this." To... Okay. So Vince McMahon invited him to his house, and Vince tried to outrep him on every exercise that Mark Henry did. Henry went along with it because he's very competitive, and it, he even admitted that Vince McMahon tested him a little bit. Mark says that he actually quit before Vince did. He's so Vince is so competitive. He him as an old man. Brought a powerlifter to his house just to out-rep him. <laughs> and I think Mark Henry stopped
0: just so Vince didn't kill himself. Because I think he would before. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. That he stopped. <laughs> uh, really, we really would have solved a lot of problems, Mark.
1: So Vince McMahon was hesitant to hire very talented uh, wrestler Gail Kim due to her being Asian. Uh, Jim Ross, lovely Jim Ross convinced him not only because of her in-ring talent, but the fact that many men are attracted to Asian women and there are lots of Asian porn sites on the internet.
0: Dang true, that is.
1: Uh, This apparently shocked the hell out of Vince, who had no idea Asian porn sites ever existed. (laughs) This was like, I think, 2003?
0: (laughs) Dang, okay. Uh. Hmm.
1: (laughs) The McMahon's playing pool at their holiday home in Boca. Triple H and Stephanie Boca. McMahon, uh, uh, uh were, were uh, Triple H and his wife Stephanie McMahon were playing pool against Vince McMahon. Triple
0: H is married to his daughter.
1: Yes. Wow. Oh. Uh, and Vin- and Vince McMahon and his wife Linda. Um, it was supposed to be a fun family game, and Vince turned it into a serious competition. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon kept getting lucky and were winning by a lot. Vince McMahon was getting very mad. What was the game again? Pool. 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 Billiards. Okay. Vince was getting very mad at, uh, at Linda because she was making their side lose. Eventually, uh, Stephanie McMahon ended up potting for the win, and he, crack- he cracked up and stalked off. Okay. Later that night, his daughter called him through the intercom and sang, You're tied to the whipping post, Dad, just to piss her dad off. From their bedroom, uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H could hear M- Mr. McMahon scream in anger on the from the other side of the house <laughs> because he lost that game of pool.
0: Jeez,
1: that was a mouthful. Imagine uh, going to your mom because let's say this is your mom. I know she's it's not your mother, the saint, but um, that's right. Uh, let's say you beat your mom in a game of pool, mm-hmm. um, and you're like, whoop. Sorry, and then you just do a quick reminder who's like, "Hey, remember when I beat you in pool the other day?" And then you hear her screaming <laughs> in the other room in anger.
0: <laughs> her eyes go pure white, she pulls out her knives. Jeez, this guy. I don't you know, it, 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 there comes a point where it's like, "Surely." <laughs> yeah. Surely it can't get worse. <laughs> oh, this one's great. So, Jim
1: Ross once farted in a car with Gerald Briscoe which made Briscoe start gagging and throwing up, much like myself.
0: Um, (laughs) Wow, Briscoe. So Briscoe's weak, (laughs) like you.
1: Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that from that stooge. Um, Heck yeah. Vince heard about that uh, and thought it was very funny. Uh, So backstage at a Raw one night, he tried to fart in front of Briscoe to make him puke. It backfired, and Vince McMahon shit his pants. (laughs)
0: Man, I tell you, old age. A wise man once told me, once you go past 40, never gamble on a fart and never waste a boner. That's that's what I was told. He had to then go to the
1: ring and do a promo. JR said that all the production people in his headphones told him about it. And they were instructed to keep the camera shots above his waistline for the entire (laughs) promo.
0: Oh my god, he, he walked him around doing a promo with duty in his booty. <laughs> that is the nastiest
1: thing. That's awesome. Go poop yourself. Listen, everybody, the boss says, whatever you do, make sure you film it from the waistline, because I, I,
0: I, the boss, shit my pants. Man, that's, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <clears throat> Man... <laughs> You love to see villains get justice.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: I feel bad for his wife because I know people like that, you know? Yeah. People that are like are so competitive, they're like, oh, yeah, honey, you can be on my team. And they're like, you are fr- you are ruining this game. I'm like, yeah. what the freak? T- you need to tamp down. I'm competitive, too. Yeah, it's I don't a like game to lose. Moves. Yeah, but it's a game, and uh, people's feelings come first. in that that regard, so it's like, you know, (laughs) I I probably would not throw the match to make someone else feel better, almost certainly I wouldn't do that, Uh, if I felt like I had to do that to make them feel better, I probably would never play with them again, yeah, yeah, exactly, Um, however, if it's someone on my team and they're doing badly, I'm like, it's whatever man, don't mind, don't mind that. He is like insanely competitive. And that's, like, that's a that's a character flaw. I, I think so. A hardcore.
1: But then again, if he wasn't competitive, like he's a madman at the wheel. But if he wasn't competitive, like Vince McMahon it's, it's very awkward because everything I know about wrestling, it's because Vince McMahon did what he did. Right. How wrestling used to be is there were little <sighs> wrestling territories all over the place, like gangs. <laughs> yeah, like you, like this wrestling promotion covered this these many states, and they ran on local TV. So uh-huh. did so did all this wrestling territory and this wrestling territory, and that's how it was for like sixty years, maybe even more. Like Jeez. like a whole lifetime of people, their knowledge of wrestling was these little areas for these little promotions, and that's where you had to know everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: Vince McMahon ran his his dad's promotion. Uh, When he took over, it was in like in the 70s, and he ran New York's territory. Mm. So he ran New York City, Madison Square Garden. That's what he would do with shows. And then Vince decided, because he's so competitive, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to buy out the competition. I am going to take those little territories, take their top guys from them, hire them for my company, and make it so their company dies. And people will travel to me. And then he would go and say, like, like he would take all these different promotions. He would ruin them. Mm-hmm. And then what he'll do is he'll buy their TV space. So they showed their sh- his shows on their local channels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he spread like a virus until he took the almost the entire co- uh, country. Um, when WrestleMania happened, um, it was like the entire country is going to see wrestling at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and then, that was the
0: first time, the first WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, it's like the first. That's like the first pay-per-view is WrestleMania. Um, uh, like, and it was on like theaters would play it, uh, at local areas. Dang. Um, and he even made another pay-per-view called Survivor Series. And he only made that pay-per-view because another rival company that was like struggling along was going to make a pay-per-view. Mm. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to make another pay-per-view and put it on the same day as your pay-per-view so you can't even fight me. Like, His business tactics were ruthless. Um, it worked. It worked. He's on top. Well, not anymore. He got fired. But he's still rich as hell. Oh, he did get fired? Uh, yeah, he's, he's now booted from his company. Um, oh, okay, because okay. he was embezzling lots of money to cover up sex scandals. That he, so, <laughs> so, Jeez. so this year is the, is the year that Vince McMahon is no longer running the company.
0: So um, now all his dirty laundry gets put out and everybody can laugh at the old man. <laughs> that's right. The old poopy old man.
1: Um, speaking of which, a few, a few years ago, the company had a snow cone party. Kind of weird. I know. <laughs> Uh, this was in the back lot of the TV studio, um, not the large headquarter building everyone always sees. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently Vince is a huge snow cone fanatic, so much so that he had a lot of them. He had, like, ten snow cones that day. Okay. At one point, he got up and announced in front of everyone, uh, in his Mr. McMahon's voice, uh, I love snow cones! It was very awkward. And uh, I had, the, the wrestler who said this, he uh, said, it was very awkward, and he had to hold back his laughter because it was so surreal.
0: <laughs> I don't think that would be that awkward. I would just laugh. Well, actually, he knows a different... He knows this man. Yeah. <laughs> See, imagine me, if someone said man. that, I would just assume he was making a joke, and I'd be like, yeah, that's funny. But if he was just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love snow I And mean, That guy was actually there. If he says it was awkward, I guess it was
1: Uh, One thing Vince weird. thinks is very funny. uh, Throwing someone and pushing someone into a swimming pool while they're fully clothed. Apparently Vince thinks it's one of the funniest things on the planet. Because apparently he's done it a lot of times.
0: I hate that. It's just such an inconvenience, and it's not funny at all.
1: Chris Jericho said that he once took a picture of Vince McMahon sleeping at an airport. He showed the picture to Vince, and Vince demanded it to be deleted immediately.
0: Who did that? Chris Chris Jericho. Jericho.
1: He was like, hey Vince, look. Delete that right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, I don't need people
1: to know I sleep.
0: (laughs) Right, what? Okay.
1: Uh, So weird. One time, Vince McMahon got drunk while hanging out with a very famous wrestler, Ric Flair. Uh, mm-hmm. and while he was drunk he nature urinated Boy. on uh Rick Flair's bed and left
0: <laughs> wow man that's that's, that's pretty alpha <laughs> dog though you know <laughs> he marked the nature boy's territory with his own urine
1: famous booking promoter uh and wrestling personality Paul Heyman talked about uh how competitive Vince is Vince supposedly what he said he claimed to have A world-class thick beard but he decides to every day shave it consistently um Paul Heyman asked Vince why doesn't he just let the beard grow out and save himself that trouble and Vince looked at him and said I can't let it win
0: (laughs) that's that's a good excuse The fact that he can't grow a beard, that was the perfect cover. Exactly.
1: Up. Because he, he just said...
0: I can't I, let it win. I
1: have the best beard in the world. And he says, well, he's clean shaven. But he can also bounce himself as a conquering hero of his own face. Yeah.
0: He's a genius. I gotta give it to him. He's a strategist.
1: <laughs> um, Vince holds a meeting with all of the talent announcing the switch to PG uh, programming in the 2010s. Gross. A guy named Michael... I hate up.
0: PG programming. Uh,
1: a guy named Michael uh, Tarver stands up and asks a question. Vince's response was, Excellent question, Shelton. <laughs> uh, Sh- uh, yeah, Shelton. Yeah. He just got his name wrong.
0: What was the guy's name? Michael. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> it is awkward. <laughs> I often don't say people's <laughs> names because I don't want to get their names wrong. And yeah. then by not saying their names, and I'm <laughs> just saying, Hey or Yo. I forget their names in the process, yeah. uh, so I'm not great with names.
1: <laughs> but, oh man, he really just... It always
0: feels bad. Apparently everybody else remembers names, and I just don't.
1: Yeah, that's right, Daniel. Uh, anyway. I remember <laughs>
0: names if I see them on paper. Oh yeah. That's just how my brain works. So it's like I always remember all my team members' names when I had the, you know, the duty sheet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad with faces, I'm also bad with names, so I don't know who anyone is, so I just <laughs> run away. It's like, hey! Well, time I see everyone, I think they're a stranger, so I immediately run away and start going to my mother. I always wondered why you waddled
0: away every time someone <laughs> approached you, and you found the nearest old woman. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what my mom looks like, so yeah. I'm just
1: like, no! Mother! Where
0: is she? Mother, please! <laughs> You, you you do perpetually look like a lost child. I get that a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, mostly sure. from cashiers. From me, from always me. I usually get that from like Walmart employees when I walk around. Honey, can I help you? My mom left ten My years mom. ago. Can
0: you help me? She thinks you're a ghost wandering <laughs> the halls of Walmart.
1: I am wearing. My I am wearing clothes I wore when I was ten. <laughs> You're covered in blood and mud. <laughs> my knees are all scraped up. Somehow. <laughs> some, there's like a scar. Your my head. hands are all sticky. <laughs> yeah,
0: what the freak?
1: It's like you, a toddler's hands are always sticky. Uh, somehow. yeah,
0: right. You got like cotton candy all over your mouth, <laughs> all over your beard. <laughs> Yep, take one look at him, you know, he's a lost kid.
1: The sad thing is, is when this nice woman at the uh, Walmart takes me, the husband doesn't accept me as his own child. It sucks, man, I hate it. So she has to take me back to Walmart and I have to keep wandering around. Yeah. I repeat this until I die.
0: (laughs) It's your Sisyphean curse.
1: An old man in 50-year Spongebob shirt. (laughs) My mom left seventy years ago. Can I go home with you? Man,
0: <laughs> Why is it going? That was SpongeBob's laugh. Listen, <laughs> 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 <Man. laughs> no stop. Don't do it to me. <laughs> Listen, you try to do SpongeBob's laugh quietly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Goat! <laughs> Shut up. No, you can't use your hand. Do it.
1: Bah. See? Yeah, freak break you. Spongebob's goat. That's how it looks like a goat. Yeah. Spongebob's goat. I'm red. I'm red. so sad. Oh, shit. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. CM Punk, t- CM Punk told a story of when he, The Undertaker, JBL, Edge, and Vince all had to room together when they were doing a tribute to the troops, um, which is just like this thing where they traveled to do like this military show. Mm. And Punk, throughout the night, couldn't sleep because everyone was snoring except for Vince, who was laughing at his own parts. <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, I feel that. (laughs) I'll smell that. Okay. So uh,
1: Vince McMahon also owns a company. I don't think it exists anymore, but it might. It's Mm. called WWE Films. Mm. And the point is they're just a film company, but they star wrestlers as the leading role in in the film. Mm. So uh, in See No Evil, Vince McMahon wants a scene in the movie where Kane's character pulls out his penis – and he said he wants it to be three feet long.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've seen the movie plenty of times. It would not fit anywhere <laughs> uh-huh. for him to have a three foot long penis. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the <laughs> one of the production people said he thought there was a connection problem when he heard this over this intercom. Um, I said, Greg, can you just back up and repeat that last line for me? And he goes, yes, Vince wants Kane's penis to be three feet long, and none of the producers are saying anything about it. (laughs) I'll let you know that it was not in the movie.
0: (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) Really would have thought. It was a minor concession to make, really. Surprised they didn't just...
1: Knowing Vince, like, taking that out of the movie was probably a big to-do. Like, I don't think the movie... Well, that's one way we could do it, but um <laughs> now the cost <laughs> just finding any excuse to try to get this scene but out It's really rare to find a three foot penis. <laughs> I mean we'll have to search high and low. Well his penis isn't actually three feet long, you know that Vince
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Jim Cornette was at Vince McMahon's house, and Vince had someone from the cable company working on the TV because the sound wouldn't work. The guy came to Vince's house holding the remote control and explained to him what a mutant button was and that the mute button was on.
0: Vince gave him $100. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Man, I wish I would take support for that old farty man. The sound won't turn on. I've tried everything. Try everything. So, this is a mute button. (laughs) You've pressed it. (laughs) I
1: tell you. Okay. (laughs) Vince had Tommy. That that last one was so funny. It's such an old man story. It really is. Vince McMahon had ECW uh, wrestler Tommy Dreamer call Sabu about doing the pay per view called One Night Stand. Mm. Uh, Vince was on the line. Uh, the pay-per-view's name was called One Night Stand.
0: <laughs> night Stand.
1: Yeah. It was supposed to be like a one night special event
0: kind of thing. That's weird.
1: Um yeah, anyway, it's called One Night Stand. Okay. Um Vince was on the line, but he was quiet. Um and Sabu was asking for too much money for Vince. So it's one of those things where it's on the landline, so like he's secretly on in the phone call conversation. Oh yeah. Like he's tapping the call. Um
0: I love landlines.
1: But uh so Sabu uh, was like, I want too much money. And then Vince said to Tommy, without realizing that he's on the phone and Sabu can hear everything, and he did not know Vince was on the line, he said, tell Sabu to fuck Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Sabu heard it.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is so
1: weird, right?
0: Yeah. The touch, like he's so, like touched in the brain. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Tell Sabu to fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Silly guy. Uh, yeah. When, when wrestling manager uh, Mr. Fuji was in bad shape health-wise <laughs> and also financially, uh, he he wouldn't go come see Vince to ask for help because he had a lot of pride. Uh, when Vince found out from one of his agents, he sent referee Earl Heppner uh, to Mr. Fuji's house with a giant bag full of money. There you go. That was the end of it. Okay. Um,
0: giant bag full of money.
1: Vince once criticized his teenage son, Shane McMahon, for wearing a winter coat in winter.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's not, you know, that's 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 cowardly. It's cowardly. It is. What are you, a woman? Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> what an A-bag.
0: <laughs> raise him up right.
1: What a, what a class A A-bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, Garrett today said that, oh, you've never heard me say A-bag? I've said it before. You have not.
1: Ass bag.
0: <laughs> never, he has never called somebody an A-bag until today. Bag Bag ass. <laughs> Yeah, A-bag. I like that. Bag <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy, like... B-O-A. You know, weird insults <laughs> like that. You A-bag. To me, they're very enjoyable.
1: Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, oh, oh, this is awesome. There were um, In a creative meeting, uh, everyone, all the writers, were trying to come up with good ways for a Big Show to lose while also looking strong. That's difficult. It's very difficult. So they have to always come up with these ideas. And one idea someone just spitballed was, what if he was eating a burrito backstage, but someone spiked it so he was drugged? Um, Vince was shocked. Not for the spiking of the burrito, but because he had no idea what a burrito was.
0: (laughs) Are you serious?
1: He howled? (laughs) Listen, when the big show premiered, he, this has to be like the year 1999, 2000, at least. He was probably like 40 years old. And he does not know what
0: the freak a burrito is. This guy is. is the human personification of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> he goes, it's not a place. It's a person. And it is
1: Vince McMahon. What if we have him spike his burrito? And you just see this grown man who's 40. It's a burrito? doesn't know tortilla with stuff in it. He doesn't know that. A concept
0: that has completely passed him. That boggles my mind. <laughs> he, he's more like... They weren't rare. Even back in the day, they weren't <laughs> rare. They're everywhere. Just go
1: walking outside and see an ad. You'll see a burrito somewhere. That's
0: insane.
1: Yeah. What? This guy what? has lived what? such a sheltered life. He doesn't know... Yeah. I, Mexico's a country, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: <laughs> Imagine crazy. that. We should sh- sh- we should uh, spike his burrito. What? <laughs> What's a burrito, Spike. Spike? I know what a roofie is. No, 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 but no, no, what's no, no, a burrito? No, no. You know he knows. What a yeah, room. you know he does. What is it? What is it? And they're always like, "Well, we would use like maybe this. So it wouldn't be real fence." No. What is it? <laughs> Just tears forming in his face. His face is getting. What red.
0: is it? You're breaking me. What's a tortilla? <laughs> Jeez. No,
1: quesadilla. That makes perfect sense. But
0: Rick, what is well, that? Fuck? Just crazy.
1: You mean like a circular quesadilla? <laughs> <laughs> like a tube? Tube? <laughs> a tubular quesadilla? I think you're confused with Gogurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Here's an excerpt from uh, Vince McMahon's Playboy interview. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's all gonna go well.
0: <laughs> That's well what McMahon says. By, by the way, this is kind of kind of sidetrack. What? Uh, y- you know, you know, like the Playboy bunnies and stuff like that. Yeah. There was an ad on YouTube that I kept getting for a while. Yeah. You know, this might make some people angry. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> That's a good start. But the ad was just like what really went on in the Playboy Mansion, and then it shows like a girl being like. Yeah, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. And I'm like, did you... Did you are you, Really? Did you not? Did you actually not? It's Playboy. It's Playboy. What did you think you were going to, I mean, Heaven? I mean, I don't know what the context is, but... That was it. They're, it, like, revealing how this guy is actually not a... Hugh Hefner actually isn't a good guy. And I was like, duh! What the... What are you talking about? Ladies, I want you... For my entertainment. I want you to be my pleasure slaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, Heffy. <laughs> we didn't know at the time what we were getting into. We thought it was a prank. What say- the frick do you mean? I don't know. You see what I'm saying now? Yeah. Yeah, freaking bot. I hated seeing that ma- I skipped it as soon as I Imagine
1: someone uh, being hired for Playboy as a model, and they said, all right, take your, take your clothes off. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a family
0: restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was at the Olive Garden. Exactly. Okay, sorry, continue. I don't know, that ad just made me mad. It was like, you knew exactly what you were getting into.
1: I mean, they could have, like, done stuff they didn't want to do, and then they were, Well, it like...
0: talks about, like, drugs and stuff like that, so, I was, Yeah, like, I was like, okay, drugs, no, no, no. but, like... No, duh, it, still. Yeah. It's a freaking prostitution <laughs> ring. Duh, there's drugs. no. It's a modeling. Oh, my bad. My bad. Jeez. No, it's a Pia Changs. Yes, you're right. I just wanted some chicken and broccoli. I apologize.
1: Hugh Hefner with a big cage on the outside of a cage. With a big cage. And It's like the outs. It's like the. It's a facade of an Applebee's, and he's just capturing people. <laughs>
0: he's he's Wile E. Coyote trying to capture him. He's throwing. He, he's like he got a fishing pole with like a family <laughs> portrait on the end of it, and he like, throws it out the door, and they're like, ah, "Got him!" <laughs> <laughs> he
1: paints. <laughs> He paints a highway on a, on a rock. <laughs> and the woman walks through it, and the rest of the family stay on the other side. So she just <laughs> walks away. It's a Hugh Hefner's arm.
0: He's a free evil genius. This guy is Mega Mind in real life.
1: 50 steps ahead. Well, you are.
0: You're <laughs> ruining your sleep. You asleep. can't beat him. <laughs>
1: Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Uh, Mann wrote in Hugh Hefner's book, uh, <laughs> magazine. Okay. I read it for the articles. Um, God, is that what he wrote? <laughs> no. Uh, he wrote, that was my initiation. No, wait, no, not that one. I remember properly in the first grade uh, being invited to a matinee film with my stepbrother and his girlfriends. <clears throat> and I remember the Girlfriends? That, yeah, his stepbrother and his girlfriends. And I remember them playing with me, playing with my penis and giggling. And I thought it was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's awful that this happened to him, but it does explain a little bit. But like any young boy probably would think it's pretty cool. (laughs) It's pretty cool. (laughs) But as a man reminiscing, (laughs) yeah. Not that cruel. And he said, That was my initiation into sex. Um, At that age, you don't necessarily achieve that an erection, but it was pretty cool. Um, he says, he says again, and around the same time, there was a girl my age who was in essence, my cousin, uh, later in life, in she in actually, essence, yeah, my cousin? in essence, my cousin, uh, later <laughs> in life,
0: <laughs> either she is or she
1: isn't, what do you mean in essence? Later in life, <laughs> spiritually, she, she actually wound up marrying that a-hole, Leo Lipton, my stepfather.
0: <laughs> huh? <laughs> his essence cousin married his stepfather.
1: I wanted to date my cousin, but she ended up marrying that a-hole, my stepfather. Remember how I said he's the Twilight Zone? (laughs) He said, boy, this sounds like Tobacco Road, whatever that is. Anyway, I remember the two of us being so curious about each other's bodies, but not knowing what the heck to do. We would go into the woods, get naked together. It felt pretty good.
0: (laughs) Stop talking, man. (laughs) Why is he talking still? Vince, stop! Vince,
1: <laughs> I put this guy on the old fucking tunnel. And for some reason, I wanted to put crushed leaves into her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, What? The freak? What do you think she's a teapot? <laughs> put tea in this in, water in this in, to come out the mouth. <laughs>
1: McMahon said, don't know why, but I remember that. I don't remember the first time I had intercourse, believe it or not.
0: I remember a lot of things, Vince. I just don't know <laughs> what to say. Them. You know what I
1: mean? You told him for a publication, write this down, it's important. I I write it down, I want the world to know. I got naked with my cousin. <laughs> she turned <laughs> her into a teapot. I had a strong urge to shove leaves <laughs> in her vagina.
0: <laughs> That's like simultaneously terrifying and dystopian. I don't it's even so, know what's going
1: on. I don't know yeah. what's going on in his brain. Clearly, he's purged. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's purged. His brain is gone. Uh,
0: he he did a system reset. Uh, he didn't have a backup. Uh,
1: McMahon said, "Don't know why," but I remember that. Uh, uh, but Playboy did a follow up and said. Growing up was pretty pretty accelerated, and sa- McMahon said, God, yes. <laughs> Playboy had another question. He said, did your stepfather beat you? That's a pretty loaded question, Playboy. Um, and McMahon said, you beat me at poker? McMahon nodded and said, yeah, my stepfather, Leo. It's unfortunate he died before I could kill him. I would have enjoyed that. Well, God.
0: Golly. God, he hates
1: a stepfather. Um... And it sucks because I I, I kind of want to be like, hell yeah, Vince, he beat you, but but I don't know what's going on in the twisted mind.
0: He he might just say, go to your room and eat your veggies. Right. <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, he yeah he beat me. All right, and he literally beat him at poker. <laughs> That's what I was saying, you know. And yeah, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill that nerd. Uh, uh, Todd. Uh, and um. Wait, wet man. McMahon got cucked in every way. (laughs) Death cucked him from killing his father, and his father cucked him from marrying his cousin. Why? Cut Queen. Why, God? Why? Why'd you curse me to
1: being a billionaire? I could have married my cousin. I could have killed
0: somebody. I could Could have been something. (laughs) This silver spoon is a shackle. Get off of me! <laughs> it's a brilliant line. Holy crap. Oh man. Vince is hurting me. I got hiccups now. I've laughed so
1: much. Freak. Re- wrestler. Freak. Or whatever. I don't know who he is. I can't. I don't remember. Todd. His name's Todd. Todd, okay. Todd interviewed with Vince McMahon. And didn't think the interview went well, so he left the room feeling kind of dejected. He also interviewed with a few other higher ups on his way out. Stopped and stopped in the bathroom. Someone in the stall was really destroying the toilet. They were going crazy in Vince. there. It was definitely Vince. Todd said it was a it was a very foul smell and the loudest farts he's ever heard. <gasps> in a weird mood because his failed interview with Vince. <laughs> He pipes up and says, hey, buddy, how about a courtesy flush? Then after a few seconds of silence, Vince's unmistakable cackle behind the stall door came out, and he gave Todd the job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, it's it's, it's, it's stories like that that make you think he has a sense of humor. (laughs) <laughs> but then he, like, wants to strangle somebody for nodding,
1: <laughs> you know? He hates sneezing. Don't sneeze. But if he farts really loud and poops really loud. And make fun of him for make it. Fun
0: he loves that. <laughs> <laughs> He's really into that. He's really a people person. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. He's really into humiliation. But don't beat him at a game. He doesn't want that type. <clears throat> uh, okay. Um, Vince doing a
1: 12-hour <laughs> flight for the Tribute to the Troop show. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pass the time, Vince would sneak around the plane and he would throw hard candy at the sleeping wrestlers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just imagine it was a rascally old man like stooped over going yeah. <laughs> like he's rumbles still. <laughs> Their own warriors didn't sleep. He then
1: went dug behind the seats when so they woke up. <laughs> try to check. <try.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That's, <awesome>. That's hilarious. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Vince
1: uh. Vince kept walking by <laughs> wrestler Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel had his foot out, and Vince would just walk and step on his foot on purpose, and then uh. keep walking. Then he would t- then he would keep talking and walking and coming back to step on his foot, and he would do it again and again and again to Curtis Axel's foot. Eventually, uh. Curtis eventually sorry, Vince turned around and said, "Aren't you going to say anything?" And McGillicuddy was like, um, "Sorry, sir." And Vince was like, "No, no, no, no! You don't know what I'm doing. I'm stepping on your foot on purpose. I want you to say something. I'm waiting for you to stand up for yourself." <laughs> but he would just keep going yeah. back and just, just purposely just step on your foot. Like that's such a jerky thing to do.
0: Ugh. <sighs> It's like he sees himself as like a motivational coach. And he wants you to stand up for yourself. Like, don't let anybody give you crap. Like, he will beat you down. He would, yeah. If if he doesn't like the way you stand up for yourself. That's true. He's He's a terrorist. He's a social terrorist.
1: Man, this would be so scary to work for this man. He is a walking bomb. Interviewer Wade Keller once walked, uh, once talked about meeting Vince McMahon. Yeah. He went up to his office and walked in to find the chairman eating pizza. Nothing unusual there, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody eats pizza. But what was unusual was how embarrassed and mortified Vince's face was upon being yeah. discovered. He looked like a little kid who co- got his hands caught in the cookie jar. With fears in his eyes, he told Keller, Wade, you can't print this. <laughs> <laughs> As if pizza was something groundbreaking and newsworthy for a gossip headline. <laughs> okay. You can't show me eating pizza like a commoner. <laughs> Tell him I was eating beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> eating beer. So for, for I like to chew my beer. I'm that much of a man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want you to print me eating, sleeping, <laughs> but farting and shoving leaves in. <laughs> That's cool. I like
1: that. It's funny. Don't show that I eat pizza. I'm way stranger than this. I don't want to ruin my (laughs) rap. My penis was played at a very young age. It was strong and hard. Trust me. (laughs) Vince called his creative team uh, and demanded that his creative team immediately take a flight to his Florida Mm -hmm. home for an urgent meeting. No one knew what the meeting was for, but figured that it had to be important. Hours later, upon arriving at Vince's home, Vince refused to let them inside. Strangely enough, Vince had decided that a meeting wasn't necessary after all, and just like that, everyone had to immediately go on another flight back to Stanford, where the the company is, for a meeting with his daughter, Stephanie McMahon. No one ever found out why Vince called them down to Florida to begin with. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Everyone, get on this flight, go to Florida. What are you doing at my house? Go back. (laughs)
0: Is he? Is, he, is, he, is he, I, Okay. No. <laughs> um. As <laughs> a mystery. Uh. So, uh,
1: the plane ride from hell is a very, fa- oh. a very famous situation where a whole bunch of wrestlers got crazy on a plane. Um. Uh. But one of the things Vince McMahon did on the plane ride for hell, oh. um, there was an amateur wrestling skirmish between Kurt Angle and Vince McMahon after Vince challenged. The Olympic gold medalist wrestling person, um, mm-hmm. he challenged him by blindsiding him with a takedown. Uh, this was old hat for the two because they liked to horse around like this several times prior to the plane ride. Ooh. The fact that Vince would regularly try to take down an Olympian who won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck is mental in itself. The tussle awoke a nearby Undertaker from his sleep. He was woke up. <laughs> it was like a sleeping dragon. <laughs> who woke up thinking the two were in a legitimate fight. To save his boss, Undertaker started choking out Angle. Taker didn't let him go until Angle's eyes glazed over, and Vince pleaded with Taker that this was all in good fun. Isn't that terrifying.
0: A little bit, yeah. Um,
1: so poor, poor
0: Kurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Undertaker was in the wrong, but like Kurt definitely wasn't. <laughs> in 1998,
1: Vince McMahon had an AOL web chat. Due to some technical issues, no one could send in questions in the second half. And Vince started just typing to himself, um, asking his own questions to himself. And just thinking people would notice that it wasn't him asking his own questions. (laughs) So, okay, folks, Mr. McMahon here. We'll be beginning uh, in a moment. Send your questions in for Mr. McMahon. Welcome, Mr. McMahon. Hello everybody. I got a cup of coffee in my hand getting ready to train in an hour. Let's do it. Question, says Vince McMahon to himself. Who would you like to see represent the WWF as their champion? Um and he said Bob Backlund. However, Bob Backlund is too old. Uh question, is the wrestler Sid coming back? Uh he responds, God, I hope not. <laughs> um this one might not be as funny, uh, but it is very interesting, the fact that he is constantly... He's just having a full conversation with himself that lasts very long. It's a very long thing of him just talking to himself. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Big Show finally found some peace and comfort on a long flight on an inflatable mattress in the cargo area. Um... When Vince heard about this, he found a knife and stabbed the mattress, uh, bursting it and forcing sleep, uh, Big Show to sleep on the floor for the rest of the flight.
0: What the crap?
1: <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. Big Show would take dumps in Vince's private bathrooms without flushing. <laughs>
0: okay, that's, that's pretty good.
1: Out of the blue, Big Show was booked on house shows with the great colleague. Uh Show asked uh is this stuff with big uh <laughs> is this stuff with great Khali building to something or is it going to go anywhere it's respondents <laughs> and say are you going to quit shitting in my toilet
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a valid question for once he doesn't seem crazy that just seemed like really good
1: it's so conniving he booked him for like a month to wrestle the same guy over and over again.
0: No, but that's really that's a funny story though.
1: Yeah, waiting for him to come to you yeah. to say stop shitting
0: in my <laughs> toilet. The impact that had though, Big will <laughs> never forget.
1: He kept thinking about it for for like hours. <laughs> like he would go home and just think about like, why is this happening?
0: <laughs> Playing the last month over in his head.
1: <laughs> I swear I've done this
0: before. Uh. That's great. That's Uh, the best thing he's done yet.
1: Wrestler MVP talked about how Vince thought balling meant playing ball and told him to dribble the ball between his legs, shoot, then hold up three fingers. Whatever.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Vince claims to be a huge football fan, but if you ever ask him who his favorite player is, the only ones he can name are the ones that became wrestling stars, Ernie Ladd, Wahoo McDaniel. Apparently Vince never knows who the World Series champion is.
0: He's a big fan of football. Big fan.
1: Big fan. Um. <laughs> okay, let me move up. Let me move up. Mark Henry tells a, a, a Vince story. Uh, I remember in 2012 or 2013 we were wrestling at Madison Square Garden. And Vince had went around the wrong way to come into the building. And they stopped the traffic on 34th Street and let Vince turn around his Bentley around the street and drive head on into traffic and turn the wrong way down another street to turn into the garden. And I said, man, everybody can't do that. They don't do that for any athletes or celebrities. They wouldn't even do it for the mayor or the governor the only person who can get that is a president or Vincent Kennedy McMahon
0: yeah how the heck
1: um, and he came out from his car bursting out laughing and Mark Henry went to him and said he said you were you're a G ain't you and he said yeah I'm a G and Mark Henry said I got him to say that he's a G and that's one of my proudest moments <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Aaron um, Anderson, on uh, Vince, on how Vince reacts to someone sneezing. Mm. Uh, He said, I saw it happen, and I thought it was a rib at first. The look at the person got, the look the person got, it was like, okay, I'm not in on the joke. They're setting me up. If you could have seen the fire, or a dagger coming out of somebody's eyes, it would have come out of Vince's eyes after seeing someone sneeze. As I saw, as I saw things, a person coughing, sneezing, or maybe they just came in came in the door and looked bad sweating or pale and the looks they got i had a whole different mentality and thought the and thought and thought process on that he would look at these people like he wanted them to die if they came in sick it was like good god get them out of here and put them in a trash bin and set this whole trash bin on fire says arn arn also thinks that people showing up to work while sick should have been seen as a positive thing for defense uh, it should have been looked at like these people that are sick as they can always be drug anyway, I'm gonna I, I already know what this says. So Vince likes it when people come in sick. He right. thinks it's a weakness to not go in t- to work when you're sick.
0: Right. He right. sees it as a very brave thing they're doing. But it makes him angry when they look sick.
1: <laughs> yeah. It makes them angry if they look sick, sneezing and coughing. So you can't win. You call out sick he's pissed at you. If you come into work while sick, he's pissed at you.
0: <laughs> Golly. I'm amazed this guy hasn't been assassinated.
1: He's <laughs> a, a little picture of Vince.
0: <laughs> he's got some iconic faces. I'll give him that. That's right. It's me, Austin!
1: It was me all <laughs> along! Vince McMahon once considered donating a wing uh, so he could fuck up a hospital for an angle. Uh, Vince thinks about it and says, we're really going to fuck up this hospital. How much would it be cost to rebuild it? (laughs) Things Vince McMahon did on SmackDown in the year 2003. Vince McMahon forces Hulk Hogan to sign his contract for WrestleMania 19 in his own blood. He beats the living crap out of a guy named Zach Gowan, who is a wrestler with only one leg. Um, he makes out with a uh, female wrestler, Sable, while standing over his own daughter's unconscious body. Um, the reason his daughter is unconscious is because he put her in, the ma- in a match with a big guy named A-Train. Uh, he put Stephanie in a match against Brock Lesnar.
0: Holy crap. He
1: faces his own daughter in an I quit match and chokes her out with a lead pipe. <laughs> Jeez. He cuts a promo saying he feels like he stole Stephanie's innocence as if he personally deflowered her. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my. That's that's what he did. Um, Vince booked a match where he and his son, Shane McMahon, uh, fought Shawn Michaels and God. <laughs> what? <laughs> and god was represented by that
0: light (laughs) just a big spotlight literally just a spotlight they gave god
1: disco music to dance to he he, in the in the storyline he he's like i'm better than god and he started his own religion called mcmahonism um and like he would like do stuff like he would pull down his pants and like piss in the holy water and, and oh my God! He would pray to God before like his match against Shawn Michaels. The whole point was to just mock Shawn Michaels for being a Christian. Um, Jeez. And so, like they prayed to God and said, "I'm going to smite uh, Shawn Michaels, and you, and, and I'm going to do it to prove that you are nothing." Amen. And he has his whole actual family do it with him. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, Titus O'Neil. Uh, gave McMahon a jovial push at the end of Daniel Bryan's retirement speech back in 2016. Daniel Bryan uh, was, like, the WWE champion, and he had to retire, and it was a big ceremony with everything out there. Uh, Mr. McMahon was there to pay his respects. When the McMahons were leaving, Titus was like, hey, uh, let your daughter go first. Um, Vince was super mad at this and angrily pushed Titus. Um... And he was so mad, he gave him a ninety-day suspension and a four-thousand-dollar fine what? for for saying, "Hey, let your daughter go first." He was very upset at that. What the crap?
0: He's so confusing. I don't even. You can't even <laughs> begin to put together a personality profile of the guy. Yeah. because like everything he does is contradictory to everything he's done before. <laughs> Vince uh, once ran an
1: illegal booze racket. I ran a load of moonshine uh, back in North Carolina in a a 1952 Ford V8. Uh, He said that was a badass car at the time. I got paid a fortune. I think it was 20 bucks. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Vince went out and bought a 47 foot luxury yacht and he named it Sexy Bitch. I bet he did. It says it. It says it. Where is it? Where is it? Ah, oh, I thought uh, I thought it said it. Not on this side. Oh,
0: Might be on the other side, oh. or just named it. Ah oh,
1: man, but it's very funny that he just has a yacht and he named it Six. <laughs> yeah. Man, what does his wife think of all this? Um, Vince McMahon had said that while he cheat. Um, Vince McMahon has said that while he had cheated on his wife Linda in the past, he never lied to her. Whenever he was confronted about cheating, he would always admit to it. So isn't that good?
0: Man, he's honest. He's honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Miss McMahon wasn't going I to. We... That lady needs to leave that guy.
1: Well, I mean, it's too late now. I mean, at I'm this amazed point. is
0: that she stuck it out oh, for so it. long.
1: There's so much. I'm just okay. That's my time, but look how
0: much is left. It just keeps going. Yeah, and then you get here. Um. I average about 4 hours of sleep. I don't like to sleep. I'm missing something when I'm sleeping. From a personal standpoint, I'm aggressive by nature and I'm truculent by nature. <laughs> what? Yeah, it keeps going. Keeps going.
1: Keeps going. Uh see uh keeps going. Keeps what? going. This man
0: about uh, Is that Carrie Byron my dad from Mythbusters? Did me about Wanting to be the father of my baby on in a storyline for TV, which again is the only the second time I've ever actually said no to him for something he wanted to do, and uh, that one was just a little too gross, actually. It's completely disgusting, and I don't find the entertainment value in it at all, and he's actually my father, so how could I even play that out? I can't fake kiss my dad like we were in love or something. I mean, it's just revolting all the way around, so... Then he came up with the idea for Shane to actually be the father of my baby, my brother. And I, again, just know that I know that sometimes that happens in this world, but it's not going to happen with us. I <laughs> can't do that. That's, that's too much. My dad- I oh my have God. to agree with her. She's a cutie, by the way. Me Right now. You're now Vince McMahon. Thanks for coming, Vince. Can you guarantee me right now that there will be a year two for the XFL? what a ridiculous statement what it's not a statement it's a question it's a question i beg your pardon it's a question no if this turns out to be a grand scale failure you want to let me finish here for a second pal shut your mouth and let me answer the question all right i'll be happy to answer
1: you got a situation that you don't know what you're talking about Vince, we
0: got to go. Oh, it's Thank too you. bad. De- this is such a delightful show, Bob. Thank, Thank you so much I, for having me on. I appreciate your coming on. Oh, it's a Thank d- you it's, very it's much. It's delight. And there is more just ahead, my friend. Here now. Vince <laughs>
1: that was McMahon. scary. Huh? Oh, by the way, the XFL didn't last a second yet. What <laughs> is the uh, XFL? It, it, was re- it was Vince McMahon's own football league that he made. Oh. Alabama had a team. Oh, really? Yeah, that great.
0: That's interesting. What does it stand for? Extreme football league, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Xylophone football league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, um, oh yeah. By the way, uh, your insulin, uh, I, I decided not to pay it. It's not what Vince would do. Oh, I think people are here. Um. So, uh, so yeah, finish this up. I, we have people coming
0: in. Uh, we got people coming in. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I am currently shriveling up. Uh, my insulin has run out. As has my money, consider me dust. I am dying. I am dead. Uh, if you would like to uh, uh, reach us, send us an email at I'll give you an hour at gmail.com. or you can follow us uh, at IgyaPod on Twitter. It was Trent. What's up, brother? It's the other Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Trenton. He's Trent.
1: Uh, crisis on Infinity Worlds happening right now. Oh. <laughs> um, so. uh... Yeah, uh, what, what, what part Sorry, did you of I said you, it all. You said it all? Yeah, I said it all. Alright, uh, Trent, uh, uh, say something to to leave with. Drink, drink your milk. Drink your milk! Amen. Good drink Lord. Drink your milk.
0: <laughs> Clap. Drink that milk. Clap. Milk no up! Milk no
1: up!